0: This morning the this scripture lesson I uh, thinking about this I think I have preached on the feeding of the 5,000 every Super Bowl Sunday of my ministry it's a real classic it's a it's a real classic for this day um, so I've probably preached on this text about 28 times um, it is One of the very few stories in scripture uh, in the Gospels outside of the events of Holy Week that that are told in all four Gospels. So the feeding of the 5,000 shows up in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Matthew and Mark set this miracle immediately following the beheading of John the Baptist. So in, in, in Matthew and Mark, what you hear is uh, the disciples and Jesus himself are distraught, right? This was uh, Jesus' colleague, his relative. Uh, the story we're told is that they knew one another before birth. He was uh, the one who prepared the way. He's been beheaded by, by Herod. And so in Matthew and Mark, they, um, the story is that Jesus has now called the disciples away. Uh, Luke tells us something just a little bit different, but it hints at this. Uh, we hear in Luke uh, chapter 9 that Jesus has sent the disciples out to do the ministry. He's, t- he's given them power to cast out demons, uh, to cure diseases, to bring good news to the people. We also hear in, in uh, chapter 9 that Herod has, heard, has learned what, uh, what Jesus and the disciples have been doing. Verse 9 of that chapter says... Uh, Herod recalls, he says, John, I beheaded, but who is this now who I hear about doing such things? Uh, Herod is concerned that Jesus is, in fact, um, John the Baptist, reincarnate. And um, Herod says, I, I'd like to see this man. I'd like to see Jesus. So all of this, all of this is in the air. All of this is in the air. So we go now to uh, what happens in, we go now to what happens, what, what sets the stage for uh, the hearing of the um, gospel lesson for this morning. Uh, the story that precedes this telling is that Jesus is healed on the Sabbath, uh, brought up reoccurring conflict between Jesus and a certain uh, po- portion of Jewish leadership. And I have reminded of you of this before. Jesus was a Jew. His disciples were Jews. His parents were Jews. His friends, Mary, Martha, and Lazarus were Jews. The women who supported him were Jews. So when John uses the word, the Jews were out to kill Jesus, we need to be very careful in how we understand that. It is a portion of the Jewish leadership in cahoots as we'll see with Roman leaders so um, Jesus has been challenged that uh, he is a heretic worthy to be killed so much so for he has seems to have admitted that he is God because God is his father so tension that's what we need to hear we need to hear that there is, there is a tension, there is threat in each one of these tellings of the feeding of the 5,000. What precedes it is fear, some fear, uh, some challenge, some threat. It is not how we have sometimes uh, understood this passage as a holiday picnic. You know, this is, not, this is not the 4th of July uh, or Memorial Day picnic. Uh, the stage is set. John, chapter 6, verses 1 through 14. After this, after this, Jesus went to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, also called the Sea of Tiberias. A large crowd kept following because they, because they saw the signs that he was doing for the sick. Jesus went up the mountain and sat down with his disciples. Now the Passover, the festival of the Jews, was near. And when Jesus looked up and saw a large crowd coming toward him, he said to Philip, where are we to buy bread for these people to eat? Jesus said this to test Philip, for he himself knew what he was going to do. Philip answered him, six months wages would not buy enough bread for each of them to even get a little. One of the disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, there's a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish. Well, what are they amongst so many people? Jesus said, make the people sit down. Now, there was a great deal of grass in this place, so they sat down about 5,000 in all. And then Jesus took the loaves, and when he'd given thanks, he distributed them to those who were seated. So also the fish, as much as they wanted. And when they were all satisfied, Jesus said to his disciples, now gather up the fragments left over so that nothing may be lost. So they gathered them up, and from the fragments of five barley loaves left by those who had eaten them, they filled 12 baskets. When the people saw the signs that Jesus had done, they began to say, this is indeed the prophet who is come into the world. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Surely, this is the one who's come. Help us live into that word and this power this morning that we might also find ourselves able to participate in miracles. Amen. My favorite verse Actually, in all of the tellings of the uh, feeding of the 5,000 is from this. There's a boy here. There's a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish. And I've always wondered, you know, I like to think about what the tone of voice was. When, and I always wonder if when uh, Andrew said this, how did he? what was that last part? What did he say? But well, what are they among so many people? Hopeful? said it leaning in toward Jesus when he said it skeptical when he said it we don't know we don't know but I never thought about this before but I never thought about and this is like I said I've already preached on this so many times I probably can't even count but um I'd always kind of envisioned Andrew out scurrying or no no I'd always sort of envisioned The the little boy coming to Jesus Jesus or coming to Andrew. I've always kind of envisioned um, this presentation maybe to one of the disciples or to Jesus. But I thought about that a little bit differently this week. I thought about that a little bit differently when I kind of connected, speaking of connecting the dots, or um, when I started connecting the dots to this story. I don't think Andrew was just sitting with his head in his hands, muttering, now what are we going to do? And suddenly this boy shows up. That seems pretty unlikely. I get a sense maybe from this line, there's a boy here, that Andrew's out in the crowd. That Andrew's the one that's going to go about scrambling about looking and problem solving. Because Philip has already said, eh, you know, we, we don't there's no there's no solution here but but andrew has gone out and perhaps we now we only know what's in the text right we use our prayerful imaginations to kind of piece through some of these uh some of these uh details but perhaps perhaps andrew has gone out into the crowd and perhaps he sees this boy with five loaves and two fish and perhaps perhaps He sees this boy because perhaps the boy is selling the bread and the fish. Because there's always been some question, why does this boy have so much food with him? I've often thought, well, maybe he had it for his whole family, or maybe his mom packed his lunch to have for three or four days while he was gone. But I have read this before, that there is this possibility here, and again, we're just kind of thinking through, praying with this story. There is is this possibility that the boy had this food from home, to sell, to bring home a, a little income for the family. Ah, so if this is the case, then those two other verses in this scripture make sense. That Philip would be asking, how are we to get enough money to buy food? It would cost six months' wages. Maybe this story they'd already picked up on that people were selling food, but there wouldn't be enough money. But Andrew, Andrew's going to let go of the what if this doesn't work and offer, there's a boy here. And it seems that that's all he has to say, right? There's a boy here. And then, he, you know, he does add, so what's the use? But, there's, but what Jesus immediately follows with is make the, make the people sit down. All the boy, all, all Andrew has to say is there's a boy here with this food, and Jesus says, okay, all right, we're on it, we're on it. Hmm, Jesus takes those five fish and two loaves, and then right, the miracle is, the miracle is the whole story, really, but the miracle is that, that this, these five loaves, these five, five fish and two loaves, I can never get this right, five loaves and two fish, um, he makes it not, not just enough, but abundantly more than enough. Like, fabulously more than enough. Enough that everyone, and I want you to, en- oh, it's, it's, really, it's, it's really painful to think about this. Think of hungry people in the world. That's who Jesus was talking to and about, people that were hungry. And that they didn't just have enough, they had more than enough. Can you imagine all the hungry people in the world now? If their bellies were so full that they were satisfied, that's our prayer part of this morning. So there's more than enough, 12 baskets left over. Big miracle. Big miracle, so important to these early believers that it shows up in all four scriptures, all four gospels. It is Jesus's power of love and care and compassion That made that little amount abundant. And a smaller miracle. If there is such thing as a small miracle. I guess all are big. Is Andrew. That Andrew didn't give up. That Andrew was not sitting there in fear. Because remember fear. They're fearful. Wondering what's going to happen to them next. As well as Jesus. He's not despairing. He didn't give in to what would have been the common understanding that's like, well, there's no, we don't have enough money for this. Um, that, hum, that human inclination to let's just send them away. But instead he thought there must be a way. There must be a way. Hmm. So go back to the beginning. A reminder, not a picnic. Not the, not the holiday uh, family reunion. Jesus and the disciples have been called away. They, Jesus has called them away to help them deal with their grief or their fear. They need rest. They need renewal. And who are these people that have gathered around them? Needy, hungry, and wait. They're all pretty sick. Or else they're coming with someone sick. Because we were told that all the people that have come have come to Jesus... Because they've heard that he's a healer. This huge climate of unrest with the Roman occupation. And then what comes into it is abundance. Completely unexpected. Completely unexpected. 5,000 people fed and satisfied. So what's it have to do with us today? Our world... Our story, you and I, we know it, we see it, the horror of the war in Ukraine, the devastation of the earthquake in Turkey and Syria, the famine in Somalia, amongst other places, mass shootings in America, climate change, race. We, we, we hear it and we feel it, and we maybe, I know, I drift, <laughs> I drift toward Philip. Response on this, I drift toward Philip and want to be. Oh, what's the use, Jesus? It's too big. We just got what? I just got me. We've just got us. We're just whatever. And then, and then I read Andrew's part. And then I read about Andrew and the one who said, "Hey, there, there's a boy here. There's we got a little bit of help here, Jesus." We're going to be with you, Jesus, and we're going to trust that you will make it enough. Whatever we need, and whatever the community we serve needs, and whatever the world needs, we are going to just give ourselves. And every now and then, we're going to offer up the next person, right? We're going to say, Jesus, I I also, I've got a helper here. That's what we are together. I've got a I've got a church member here. I've got a neighbor here. I've got a a family member, Jesus. And we're going to trust that you will make it enough. Ah, wait. Not just enough. Abundant. Let us pray. Oh, God, forgive us (laughs) when we too tightly... Hold on to our identities as Phillips. Oh, what good is it? We don't have enough. We're not big enough. We're not strong enough. We're not kind enough. We're not anything enough. Forgive us for when we hold on to that. And when we do not embrace the Andrew disciple in each of us that says, Hey, Jesus, we've got this little bit here this little bit of money, this little bit of people, this little bit of time, this little bit of talent. Use it. Take it. Transform it into abundance. So this morning, we surrender all that we have and all that we are to you. Use us. Use us for the good of the whole world. Amen. Amen.